Playback. Welcome to A Social Place from Amalite Studios and Emil Narva, which is me. I personally have been in the music video business crazily for over 15 years. I started when I was 17. I wanted to bring together people that are around me that I think are amazing and want to create a space where we can come on and talk about all things creative. Welcome to A Social Place. Today on The Social Place, we have Charm the Donna. I'm so excited to have this conversation because Charm is someone I think is truly amazing. Charm is a choreographer, creative director, director. We want to have this conversation with Charm to really see how Charm did it. How did she get into the industry? How did she move up through the ranks? Just a real open and honest conversation about how amazing Charm is. Charm the Donna in the building. Yes. Choreographer, yes. creative, yes. artist, mm -hmm. generally amazing person. Oh, thanks, Emil. How would you sum yourself up? I'm just like an aesthetic. Mm. You know. Um, wow, what yeah. an amazing way to sum yourself up. Yeah. I'm an aesthetic. <laughs> I'm just an aesthetic. You do so many things, yeah. but ultimately you're just outputting in a different way yeah. right i've said that a few times even just about like amalite like in terms mm -hmm. of like when we all get together we can plug into like a coachella show or exactly. a music video or exactly. an instagram post you could do one thing but i just feel like we're all so like wanting to do more and so you just naturally kind of feel into those other genres around your supposedly like genre you're supposed to do whereas i feel like 10 years ago 20 years ago, if you were a director, you're just a director. Oh, we talk right? about this all the time. Yeah, your POV now is the thing really you're kind of like putting in all these places, right? You especially, I feel like I've seen you do the Super Bowl one day mm -hmm. and then make a TikTok another. Yeah. Like two complete, like on yeah, yeah. different stratospheres. Sure. But you're probably going into it with the exact same mindset and thought process. I kind of feel that like whatever I'm doing, my brain doesn't change mm -hmm. in terms of what I'm trying to make, but just mm -hmm. how I'm trying to get it out there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Tell us the, the artists that you work with. Oh, all the artists I work yeah, with? Yeah, all the artists that you work with, because it's an impressive list. Okay, um, I work with Kendrick Lamar, Selena Gomez, Dua Lipa, Megan Trainer, Ella May. Rosalia. Rosalia, I've worked with Rosalia. You basically work with the, the biggest artists in the world. Oh, The huh? Weeknd. The, week <laughs> <laughs> the Weeknd. Lil Baby. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you're a lot of things now, and we mm -hmm. want to talk about that. You know, you're directing and just yeah. all of it. But I think if taking it back to, like, how it all started, you know, mm -hmm. which ultimately, I guess, from what I know, was dance. Yeah, dance like, for sure. What first drew you into it? When I was, I guess, three, I told my mom that I want to, like, perform and I want to entertain and I want to dance. And she didn't know kind of what to t do with that. So she just put me, like, in, like, a little recreational type of dance situation. And the teacher there was like, I think, she, you know, she should probably go to a proper dance school. And this is, like, in Compton in yeah, the yeah. early... Yeah, in this like, is early. This is, this like... Is what? Tell my age. Yeah, I don't want to say <laughs> But this was, you know... It was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it was, you know, 20 years ago plus some. Um, it just kind of grew from that. And I started dancing every Saturday and then it grew from every Saturday to every Friday, Saturday. And then it grew from every Friday, Saturday, like Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And it just, as I got older, wow. I just got more and more invested into dance and then the arts. By 10, I could say I was like locked in. This is what I want to do. Wow. Yeah. I think the reason we started this podcast was to kind of open up the conversation about how people get into the industry. And I guess one thing that's interesting about what I've seen from your journey is you seem like you went from dance to choreography fairly uh -huh. quick. 
I've always choreographed, but I didn't know it was choreography back in the, like when I was a kid. You know, we all put steps together, right? And then I went to a performing arts high school. Got you. Which is what really triggered the training crazy because it was like the fame pretty much of high schools, Los Angeles County High School for the Arts. That's where you went, Los That's Angeles when, County yeah. High School, right? Yeah, so we did like academics in the morning and then after lunch was your art. So like from 1 to 4 p.m. was wow, your art and you just yeah. trained every day. Wow. And then I would leave there and then go to take more dance classes. And then in there, we had choreography classes at my high school. And I would just like, you know, dabble and play in there. And then I went on tour at 17. So I left my school, went homeschooling, finished. And who was that with? With Madonna. And how did that happen? I, I can remember like it was yesterday. I was in class. I was in history class, Mr. Friedman's class. A good friend of mine who's like a brother to me, he just kept calling my phone. So I'm thinking like something has happened. Yeah. Like what's going on? And so I just asked Mr. Friedman. I'm like, Mr. Friedman. <laughs> My phone's going off. Like, this has to be important because I don't got that many minutes. So he's like, okay, go take it. And then it was him saying like, hey, do you want to like audition for Madonna? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, uh, okay, sure. And you're 17? 17. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. But mind you, I've trained my whole like life. I thought I was going to go to like a Fordham or a Arts, which is very like theater based, kind of like, you know, Alvin Ailey in the world. That's what yeah. I was kind of training for wow. in a way. So he said, hey, come audition. I said, okay, cool. I, I auditioned before when I was like 10. I never was an audition kid and most kids are yeah yeah it's like a different journey yeah yeah. who kind of like audition all the time I was never that kid at all I was training most of the time yeah and so I went to the audition a couple days and I ended up getting it and then one day I'm in history class with Mr. Friedman the next day I'm in rehearsal kind of thing um yeah it's such a good bit of advice that i say all the time the more you can just make for me i was always just making music videos i was like if i just keep making a music video i'm gonna get one yeah and i think what you're saying as well is that you were just training right you were just refining because all of my friends at the time were like those kids in the missy elliott videos those kids a lot of my friends were like I guess industry kids. I right. wasn't, and I just I never had an and agent. And they were all going out to. They were all going out. They were all getting the auditions, right? Because I was dancing at it also it's, it's called Millennium, so I was going there. So I knew all the kids. Like I knew all the kids who were right. booking, and I wasn't that kid. And, and, I could, and I, why I, weren't you going to them? I think my mom with work, she just yeah, it's a full time it, job, full-time, right? Yeah, yeah, you got like to, especially to take it, in LA, they must be in the car five hours a day. That's what like, I'm saying. Bang, going bang, bang, to bang, auditions, yeah. and my mom was working, and you know, like I lived in Compton, and everything was very. Far. So I just trained and I never, and I was like, Mom, why can't I do this? Why can't she's like, You're like, don't worry about it. I did do one music video when I was 10, um, but that was just because the audition was at my dance school. Like they rented right. out and so they were having yeah, the audition. So yeah, the yeah. owner was like, You should go audition. And I was like, Okay. Like, wow. and that's when I met Fatima the first time. Fatima. Yeah. For, the, yeah, for so those that don't know, iconic, iconic choreographer, director, yeah. everything, creative. She's amazing um, and beyond. So yeah, that's when I first met her. So I met her at 10. I auditioned, she hired me. And then from then on, I was taking her master classes and everything Fatima did, I was like, I gotta go, mom, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then again, at 14, I met her again. I, she had another audition because they were trying, I think they like, redoing the Mickey Mouse Club or something. Right. And they wanted like dancers who can rap, who could, you know, choreograph. And I was like, oh, that's me, like, you know? <laughs> and I did that and it never kind of worked out because it was my school and I was training. And my mom was like, you're, girl, go, you're, you're training. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. and then, um, yeah, 17 is when I kind of like went on the first on the first big tour. The first big thing that kind of changed my life completely, for sure. New perspective. I mean, I've never pretty much left outside of like a couple times, like left California. Coming off tour, I got a taste of like, oh, I want to choreograph. I want to be on stage. LA is the spot. What do you yeah. mean? Like, why, why would I leave? And I went to UCLA. And while I was there, I was assisting Fatima. I was with her 
assisting her and dancing and choreographing. So I always blended to answer the question to go back as I was always blended those worlds, dance and choreography. So it was a natural evolution to going to simply choreography and seeing the picture versus being in the picture and helping to choreograph the picture. I was going to ask who is your biggest inspiration? In my journey, when we were talking about inspiration with like aspiring to be someone who's like creative and, and choreography and film and everything it's Fatima definitely she was someone even as a kid we knew who Fatima was yeah I saw you did this amazing post the other day about this other young um oh Aaliyah yeah that you've you've kind of formed a similar relationship with right yes and her is so crazy because again how times have changed how I met Fatima was through an audition a random by chance audition and how Aaliyah first reached out to me was through DM. She was 12 at the time she DM'd me. I didn't see it originally and I ended up casting for a Kendrick job and they sent me a list of kids and I just like went through and I was like, okay. And I picked her not even knowing that she had DM'd me. Wow. I get her in rehearsal and she's amazing. Such a sweet, 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 beautiful like spirit. She's just remind me of me when I was a kid. And she's so like, she's into it, right? Yeah, trying to find her way. She's trying to find her, well, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, after her mom was like, hey, you know, she DM'd you on her own. Like, her, you know, her mom's telling me. And I'm like, no, she didn't. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I know she DM'd you. And I'm like, okay, so I'll go. Like, I'm like, what's her thing? And I'm looking it up. And it's like, hi, Miss Charm. Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm 12 year old dancer and I would love to like work with you and, you know, learn. And I was like, that's crazy. That's kind of like how the just the universe and how she kind of I say she manifested that thing that for herself. Yeah. And I tell her that all the time, like you manifest these moments for yourself because you say it, you want it, you believe it, you go after it, you put yourself in that in that space to want it and to and and to get it. So it's yours already. And so ever since then, she's kind of been like with me. She's at my auditions and I did that in the post. I was like, a lot of you guys are asking, you know, who is this young girl running around, yeah. running my auditions, you know? And it's me kind of showing her the ropes early on, right? I didn't get that opportunity though because I was still in school. I feel like our the relationship with Fatima really developed when I was around 17. I couldn't at the time be very, that that invested. Leah has the opportunity that her mom takes her, her mom brings her to me. Well, I think times have changed so much yeah, now as well, like, right? Yeah, time, it's, not, yeah. it's not like, oh, you have to go to school and you have yeah. to like, like you know she has her home she does she does everything she needs to do so sometimes i schedule stuff around her so she can be involved so she helps run my auditions wow. etiquette understanding wow. you know yeah because i find sometimes when we get into a place of power people naturally abuse it yeah, you know what i'm sure. saying and to run an audition with 300 dancers who are vulnerable it's a sense of trying of learning to be kind learning to be patient i always find those rooms insane those yeah. dance rooms where it's like you bring in a hundred people yeah, you yeah. cut them down yeah you're, you're, you're exiting people as yeah, you go I as mean, you go and you know it's it's cutthroat it's, it's, it's cut yeah. but i feel like there's still a way to be kind yeah no totally. so i keep her around to, to understand so she sees how she handle how i handle my auditions how i handle my rehearsals i always tell people that i'm like yeah we're we're blessed and fortunate to be able to do what we love to turn our passion into a career or a job you know it's still a job yeah exactly. you still got to get it done the pressure that like you have you're gonna have to deliver on this moment that mm-hmm. if you don't deliver like the whole i mean thing it's is... a lot like i think this is why sometimes i'm i understand everyone has an opinion and people want you know about art but i'm like if y'all only knew the shit that goes on to make this pro- to make this yeah and the compromise the compromises we have to make yeah. like you know what i'm saying like all the people in the room that need to be happy or all cohesive whatever yeah. it's just so many things that happen it's not just about this 2 minute video yeah, you yeah, just saw yeah. when it all goes right i'm like yeah 
I always say it's like you've got this tornado that you're trying to just like, like manage into. Or like, like even though like every time, you know, me stepping into this directing yeah. position and being a, like a director, really, I need to say that Emil was the first person that worked with me in a sense when I said I want to be a director. Yeah. Emil was like, well, I'll fucking call direct with you because I was fucking nervous. And you, mind you, that video has about 120, over 120 million views yeah. at this point. Smashed just it. Well smashed. Done. Just you were chore- choreographing, yes, but you were directing. You were yeah. di- like when we did jobs when you were choreographing, I was directing. Uh-huh. There was moments when I knew that you just had it, and yeah. and you'd. I'm, I always think that like you would film something on your phone in the rehearsal, and then the cameraman would film it on the set, and I'd be like, ah, it doesn't. And I just be like, you should film it like Charm. Yeah. <laughs> she knows where to put the camera. Yeah, yeah. For me to even be in the role of choreographer. And then being the role of director sometimes. And then sometimes I'm on set, right? And I'm just a creative. Like, it just, be being be able to be like a, like a piece of a puzzle. Yeah. And I feel like I always say whatever is needed in that puzzle, I'm that piece. I conform yeah. so I, I can com- help complete the puzzle. And I think having that type of mentality has allowed me to move across the board. Do you think that you have a style? I think my style um, with choreography is to kind of, bring out what's best for each world and what i what i mean when i say world is each artist Mm. which is why none of these artists look alike it's because Mm -hmm. i come in and i kind of like bring them into the surrounding choreography into the dancers everything is an aesthetic yeah based off of them with the list i just named i think you can probably pull up videos or shows that i've choreographed and you would say the style is that they're definitely true to who they are and i think that ultimately is why you're so successful because mm-hmm. i think this a lot with like video music videos right mm-hmm. like i i grew up with a lot of director friends who would be like my video my this i'm oh they're ruining my video and i was yeah, just like no. this isn't your video this is yeah. their video this is them yeah. so like for people like us i think as creators like mm-hmm. for, for us to be able to bring that to life is so special mm-hmm. And again, this is everyone's style is different. Like, I feel like I can never just walk into a room and choreograph for someone without meeting them. Yeah. Without kind of like knowing about them, knowing what they want, knowing who they are, where they can. Like, I, I have to dive into like that world and at least understand yeah. the music. What are you trying to say? Like, what is your natural movement? Because that is what pulls and what makes, I feel like, every artist themselves. I think that for artists, what I believe is that they're always trying to figure out how to create you know Mm -hmm. their world right Mm -hmm. and it's about Mm -hmm. finding those people that understand them and are able to deliver that right because Mm -hmm. it's tough to find synergy with people creatively you know i feel i feel like this even with like someone who's who's helping me build a treatment right i could Mm -hmm. say like a waterfall and there's a million images of a waterfall but for sure can that person know what the waterfall in my head looks like yeah and when you work with an artist you know, little baby may reference a house. What does a house look like in yeah, yeah. in his world or yeah, in yeah. your world and not in like some random... Yeah, you know, so but I think, like I was saying, it's, it's really knowing um, your artists you're working with, you know, and knowing what that, that journey is for them or what that era, we sometimes we call it, what era are you in yeah, for that artist, right? Yeah, like yeah. what era they're in and how do we um, push that with choreography, with, with visuals, with whatever... Um, yeah, I think that's why. And what would you say your kind of like biggest dream is in terms of like creating? Would be to honestly have like a film that I've like directed Mm. 
mm-hmm. wrote on and choreographed. Which and, we've discussed. Huh? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we have like, you know, but this. I know I yeah. have to do the steps to get there. And I know that that takes time and I know that's the end goal. And so it, it's me positioning myself to get to that. It's it's asking the questions. It's learning. It's like now as a choreographer on set, which I've never have done, but even more so now I'm paying attention to almost all of like the cameras i'm paying attention to what the yeah. what that director is doing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i'm using every opportunity experience i have to grow and learn yeah. right if that makes sense like i have a different eye now yeah for sure you're looking at different things yeah, around you. yeah i'm looking at different things you know i'm always learning say if i'm just i'm choreographing a stage show and i'm looking at those lighting decisions or i'm looking at uh, who built the art design and why 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 did they make that decision or how much is that versus that because now i'm building sets on music videos and now i understand dimensions and yeah. i'm like oh i'm telling the art director i need this and she's like oh this is helping me because you know like you know that if you're building a set that like you want to shoot a top shot and yeah, that you like, know there can't be a roof right. Like so, all those things help, as, and and I'm learning as I go, and, and I'm able to like continue to create and develop. But I think 2023 is going to be like my big year, my year, big year, another year, another big, big year. year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we talk about kind of mental health a lot and like mm-hmm. wellness a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that. Like, you know, you're incredibly busy, right? You're on back-to-back tours. You've got multiple tours happening and not small ones. They're all massive, Mm -hmm. massive artists, lots Mm -hmm. of pressure. Like, are there any things that you do to create a good, you know, mental health, good wellness Um, in the middle of all of that? So I'm going to be very transparent. A lot of people probably, even if my friends look at this, they see this, they're going to be like, what? This year was very hard for me Yeah, mentally. I think I worked on like six tours and was still within six massive tours. Yeah, as well, right? and then, like probably the biggest tours in the world at the same time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And wow. When so you say, it, when you say it like that, I'm like, oh. well, he was basically it was so you were doing Kendrick, Dua, mm-hmm. Little Baby, mm-hmm. The Weekend, The Weekend. Yeah. All happening at the, at the same, at the same time, kind of like the same month span. And trying to at the same time maneuver into directing and, and, and trying at the same time put out my own music. Yeah. Like it was yeah. a lot. It was it was a lot going on, and I really thank God. And just be a person. And just be a person yeah. and be a human. Mm. And I thank God that I have like artists who support me because all of those artists support me beyond just yeah. being a choreographer. You know what I'm saying? And they allowed me to kind of maneuver and push, so I could do as much as I could. But physically, health wise, I was going through a lot because I was dealing with my own internal traumas of things before that never that started to kind of pop sure. up on me. Yeah, as you get older, you just yeah. All of a sudden, you know how you get older, and Mm -hmm. it's just like all of a sudden you're sitting down, you're like triggered by something you didn't even realize that you thought you tucked away. Yeah. And I got like sick a little bit. Doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, and it was because it was it's 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 mental. It was mental. You know, I was kind of like draining and killing myself, and it had nothing to do with the work. It had nothing to do with the artist. It had nothing to do with what I was doing. I love. I think that actually kept me up. Yeah. You know, being able to work and move and 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 do what I love, but definitely inside i was i was i was struggling i think there's a thing with stress as well where it so cannot even be f- like because you say that you didn't feel that yeah but there's an element of like how could you not have felt yeah. the stress of that yeah, right yeah. and i remember there was a point when i was the, probably the busiest in my career and i was getting this thing in my stomach where i was like i just had this like not pain but like this feeling here and, mm-hmm. I, and the doctors didn't know what they just couldn't there was like there's yeah. nothing there there's nothing there and i'd be in bed like at night sometimes like in so much pain and they were just like it's stress like or it, it's just yeah it's just you know it's all it's mental the war and then on top of that guys as much as we say oh i don't give a fuck about what no one says da-da-da. every time i put art out i kind of like step back because like the world is about to judge my shit and people can judge it in a in a in, <laughs> in the way that you 
didn't expect. Didn't expect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's all those things that you just naturally as humans think about. I think it just kind of like wore me down. And my yeah. body was like, I wouldn't stop unless my body stopped, right? I will say I've now learned to get better at this is to take time for myself because I'm a go, 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 go. My whole mental was like I grew up in a poor mm-hmm. environment, lower class. Right. Like and so I was like, I'm just never going to I'm never going to be that. I'm going to be able to take care of my mom and be able to take care of myself. So I had this hustle mentality since I was a kid, like yeah. even me going to dance class and hustling and hustling. Like it's just that's my mentality. So I go. I'm self-employed. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? 100%. I, I don't know if I'm going to get paid on the 15th or the 1st. or yeah. the, And the reality that you make a few wrong decisions, you could be gone. Yeah. Exactly. So that fear is so real. So it was so much outside of that. was so much happening last year. My, one of my best years with my art, though. I can, I, like, yeah, I was, was I was control. secretly having things going wrong with yeah. myself internally. And I had a whole conversation with my team and everybody. It's just about, like, setting my goals, understanding boundaries for myself, knowing it's okay to say no. Yeah. Right? It's hard to say it's no. It's hard to say no. It's so hard to say no. And taking that time and knowing that it's okay to take that time. Why I say 2023 is going to be a great year. It's not about the work. It's not about me accomplishing some goal. It's literally about me and myself. Yeah. And I know it's going to be a great year because I've I messed up boundaries. Still following everything I want to do. And I'm going to say no. The reason I want to work so hard and do all these things is to provide for like my family, yeah. my friends, my, all these things. But actually, if we're not healthy and we're not here, then it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter like, at all. That, that's, that's the worst situation. That, that doesn't matter. Just, that, we're, that we're fried or we're done. Or we, yeah. You know, like, so we constantly tell ourselves, like, work hard so I can provide for these people. Like, do this for these people. Mm-hmm. But actually, these people that we care about just need us to be, like, healthy and, and, and sane and all these and, things. And it's crazy because a friend of mine just told me again this year when I was having like, you know, my back and forth with myself and I was just like, she's like, why do you feel like you have to just guess? Like, I have to be successful. I have to have yeah. to. And she's like, have you looked in the mirror? You see where you come from? You see where you are now? You are success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to go back onto the, the mental health yeah. and what I do for myself, it is the meditation. It is the yes. eating right. It is yeah. the just the taking care of myself. I don't care if it's a fucking nail day. I watch a lot of things about these like really big business people and how they operate these like massive businesses. And a lot of them always are talking about like the morning and how they have to have the morning to themselves. They can't mm-hmm. like open up their email. They, they want to read the newspaper. They want to have breakfast because mm-hmm. when it goes, it, it like goes. goes. And so, I realize that as well too. Yeah. Can you name a moment when you were like, wow, I, I've fucking made it? I've had I've had a couple moments. One moment was when I got to choreograph with Britney Spears. Yeah. Crazy. I was in the room with her. And what's crazy is that I'm not like, I'm never the type of person that's like starstruck. Yeah. I've yeah. never ever, you know, like, but I remember it was, she walked in the room and I was kind of like, <laughs> like, yeah, gasp. Yeah. Because this was the woman who like, who did the back walkover in the video. And yeah. I, as a dancer, we're talking about as a dancer, she was killing for me. And I got to work with her and, and on her residency she did in Vegas. Well, you know, for however many sh- shows sold or whatever, I got a plaque and I got that plaque, I remember. I just started crying. I, ha- I used to dance to her music in the mirror and I wanted yeah. to go to her tour. My mom couldn't really get the tickets because we couldn't afford it. Like, And now I'm choreographing. <sighs> when I did the 2018 Grammys with, with, with um, Kendrick, I performed as well on that one and I choreographed that one after that I guess my mom or whoever had heard they were talking about me on the radio they were talking yeah and I was getting emails from everybody and I was like what do you mean like you know like what would I do what's up what's up like they're like no that was the hardest shit ever it was amazing oh my god the choreography was amazing and I was like okay that's a moment 
that was a moment where I was like, okay, I'm stepping into myself for real, for real, like yeah. for real, for real. And um, Super Bowl, of course. I mean, the Super Bowl must have been out of yeah. out of control, right? Yeah, it was. It was cool. How long did that take to do? The crazy story about that Super Bowl. We technically got in on a Tuesday, and Super Bowl was Sunday. Yeah. So crazy. we had to put it up because I was during like the COVID time, so we didn't have much rehearsal. We didn't have much time. That was like a normal Super Bowl. I feel like a normal Super Bowl. They're three weeks, yeah, months, months. We had a lot of the pre work, but the actual get in the physical space, we got. I think it was like a Tuesday or something, and then like. Super Bowl was Sunday, so it wasn't a lot of time. You know, it, it was just about like just going and trusting the process. Yeah. It was a lot of that. It was a lot of like, how oh, the fuck is this shit gonna turn out? But well, it did, yeah. you know. And well, that's probably what made it so special, right? Is mm -hmm. that when you have those limitations, you get pushed so yeah, hard, you know? For sure. Um, and you ultimately kind of make your best work. Uh, yeah, I think that was the first. My first job where I actually like cried. Yeah, I bet. I cried. No, I cried because I was like, again, we only had a certain amount of time to do certain things. It was COVID. Like it was very strict. Yeah. We they follow every protocol. Sure. And I wanted more time on stage. Yeah. And I couldn't get it. And I cried. Really? <laughs> I was like, how am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I We bet. were changing things in real time. I was just like, oh, because you know you want it so bad. You know, yeah. you know it can be. And you know that you, oh, you, know, like you know if you had everything what oh it my, be. I'm like why me <laughs> I just feel like you never get everything though do you yeah. it's just one compromise after another yeah but it turned out I mean beyond you know I asked this question to all the guests like as a kind of final question I guess for for, for any young people watching or people watching mm -hmm. who are like wow I want to do that like because mm -hmm. I think that what we do can feel a little to us we obviously do it right so we're yeah. in it but it's also been a massive journey for all of us, right? Of, for sure. Of struggle, of of pain. For sure. Big moment, like, you know. It's, a sacrifice. A hundred percent. Dedication. Exactly. My entire life, I say that, my entire life has been dedicated to what I do. Yeah. One yeah. piece of advice that you could give to people watching or listening of like how mm -hmm. to do it, like what would it be? I'm not even trying to be funny, but just do it. You kind of got to remove fear. Yeah. You got to remove the want to feel or be accepted. And you kind of just got to follow like your gut. I always say that you follow your first mind, your first gut, that that first feeling, because that's your spirit. Yeah. That's your spirit saying, do. We don't really say, oh, I should have followed my second mind. We say, yeah. oh, I should have followed my first mind. Yeah. Right. Because that's your spirit. That's your godly. That's telling you what to do. I say you follow that. And we often let society and things on the outside influence yeah. what we're supposed to do, which is fine along your journey. But you got to remember your journey and get back on your path. It's okay to get knocked off left and right, but you got to, uh, as my granny said, keep your eyes on the prize yeah. and keep going for whatever that is and understand that it does take time. This is not an overnight. Me being sitting here and having this podcast is not something I did because I did something yesterday or even last year or the year before that. This is something that I've been pushing and dedicated to for a very long time, for years. Yeah. And so now I'm here now. So I would say, like, keep going. Mm -hmm. keep going because a little girl who was sad that she couldn't understand why all her friends was booking jobs and I wasn't my mom would just say keep going when it's your time it's your time only person that could take something from you is you yeah and the people you give permission to around you you know what I mean mm -hmm. and example like me being a choreographer and then or being a dancer going into choreography then going to di directing then going to creative directing I don't care how many people tell me no or you can't or you're not at that yeah. level I don't give a fuck like you know what I'm saying like yeah. I keep going keep going but do the work do the work, you know, and that's what I'm trying to teach and show younger generation. Do the work. 
Yeah. Right. Sometimes we're in this quick. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. It's quick. It's quick. It 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 may happen quick for this person, but it may not. That's maybe not your journey. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying, and that's okay. So. Yeah, I think that's like, did I say it? I'm like, because oh, I keep talking. I'm like, you know, no, and. You that know. was great. Ladies and gentlemen, charm the uh, Donna. Charm the yeah. Donna. Well, that was an amazing conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to inspire one of you to take it upon yourself to DM or email someone that inspires you. From having these conversations, I have really realized, and from my own experience, that you just have to kind of throw yourself out there and you have to just put yourself out there and ask the question, see if someone needs help, see if you can assist someone, can you take someone's photo? There's so many ways to get into the industry and I think that people really do check their DMs. I've connected with some really, really major artists through Instagram or social media and you can do the same. I would love you to put yourself out there this week and really try and connect with someone that inspires you. Just like Aaliyah did with Charm, you can do the same. Find someone that you really look up to, DM, email, or message them somewhere and see if you get a reply. And if you don't, keep trying, because that also works. And DM me at a social place Instagram and tell me how it went. It's a social place, oh yeah, it's a social place.